adjust the seat. Okay. <laughs> you might you might just move this way. Yeah. Like move. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Closer to the there you go. Yeah. To the bookshelf because these are these are linky lengthy ish, but like. Yeah, no, this is this is good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, because when I have a microphone, I don't need it to be like, like I I I do like to feel like I'm like doing something, like I'm performing. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. need to just have it. I I don't want to pretend like it's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I like yeah. having it there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm I'm. You can probably see I am I am in a relationship with this microphone. Yeah. Right no, and this, this is great is... too because I know that when I go back to saying things publicly in person yeah i need to not eat the microphone like i used to yeah we're having another surge right now and oh that's uh, true i i love the fact that all my early episodes right yeah all my early episodes i was stupid and told all my guests not to sit close to the microphone even though you kind of have to yeah there are two episodes where the audio quality doesn't change that much for the guest, and it's you and Kyle Adams. <laughs> <laughs> just for you. For me, it's fucked. But for you and Kyle, it's just, no, it's just normal. It's just how it normally is. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do miss screaming at people, though. <laughs> just like getting the like to get like people's attention like hosting an open mic that's that that part of it to like get the get yeah. a sports bar's attention and just <laughs> the few people who are right by the the stage just mm-hmm. scaring the fucking shit out of them oh yeah i remember <laughs> and i would i would just be like folks you know what though and you'd watch like three women spill their drinks <laughs> <laughs> that scared people but dude, i think dude trips while he's shooting a poop hole ball <laughs> I think the time that you came in and you shaved your face, that was the scariest of all. Uh, my, so there were a lot of really funny and somewhat yeah. offensive reactions to that. But my favorite was Clancy walking in, taking one look at me, going, <laughs> nope, and turning around and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for the folks listening, that's Clancy Kramer. Listen to his episode on Calvin and Hobbes. It is a blast. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to say who said this, but I think I could, it was the most backhanded complimentary reaction. Yeah. Which was, oh my God, I didn't realize you were actually attractive. (laughs) And the reason why it was complimentary apart from just calling me attractive, everyone else had a viscerally negative reaction. That was 100% no. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, and there was one. There was one other person, two other people who. All of the people who had positive reactions to it were not men. So yeah, should really <laughs> fair. You also, I, I think it's that tips the scales more. It's a more balanced reaction than yeah, than, than just being pure negativity. Yeah, I get that. Uh, it's just you have you have such a majestic beard. Like, I is that I what it is? I don't have the the time or i don't have the I, I i have like if i see my beard even start to get a little straggly i just immediately start trimming it like i can't oh yeah no i just let mine become feral yeah like you and i'm doing the same thing with my hair too like you can't tell right now because i have it tied up but yeah i have several knots that i'm just letting 
and you're, whatever happens happens you're 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 a, sh- a short viking i get it like yes that's basically <laughs> what's going on yeah i really i'm not gonna do 23 and me because i think it's bullshit and i'm not giving anyone else my dna yeah um but i definitely think that there's some unexplored lineage that i have mm. i know it's 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 funny it's it's hard to tell by my height as well but i do have scandinavian apparently yeah yeah but I think that that's if you have any Irish in you, you probably have some Scandinavian as well. Well, yeah, that's true. I and I yeah. don't have Irish as far as I'm aware, or yeah. if anything, Scottish, maybe. Scottish. Yeah, but um, no, it's Scandinavian people. But you're can, also can vary in terms of height. You're Polish, aren't you? Or it's no? it's a little bit, a little bit. It's okay. Dutch people who are ghastly tall. Oh, okay, and I always made I I had a early joke about this about how like i don't know how the dutch managed to become the tallest people on earth <laughs> while doing all of those drugs like all yeah. of those stimulants yeah that stunt your growth like imagine how tall the dutch would be if they didn't have speed and ecstasy like God. i don't i don't even want to. <laughs> they it's would weird. rule the earth that's, that's what's weird i'm they dutch. tried to for a while but i, I have my last name is dutch right d weber because it was d weber d weber yeah yeah. Um, and I have like Dutch, I have Scandinavian, I have all these, and I'm still 5'8", you know. I think it's the French. The French part of myself both t- overtook my facial hair and established my height. Because French people aren't very tall. I mean, there are tall French people. Yeah, I think but the French people, I guess I don't think of them as tall. I think of them as being skinny. Yeah. Which now... Like lanky skinny, not like yeah fit skinny. Like... St- Lots of cigarettes, skinny. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And, I, <laughs> and no I'm now, preservatives. I'm now fit skinny. Yeah. Because I've been, you know. Yeah, you're like cut skinny. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I do know some French people who are pretty cut now that I think. But, uh, but they're like, they're like French Canadian. Yeah. Um, Speaking of cutting. <laughs> All of this. I'll just. <laughs> it's all staying. Uh, but. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I I'm trying to think of. I, I guess I will say my what my ethnic background is. Okay, because it's it is a little bit Polish. Okay, and it's more German. Okay, um, so that could be where my Viking like appearance comes from is the Germanic side. Germanic side. Yeah, um, I've got some German too. Because for most of the the history of that continent Ger- yeah. germany was not a thing yeah it was a bunch of different kingdoms so mm-hmm. you know there's some cross-pollination going on northern europe western europe <laughs> um and then i'm also lebanese and ukrainian oh, okay and interesting yeah those are the two that pique p- people's interests more so that's what i talk about more because i want people to be interested in me interesting okay you say polish and german people are just like yeah you're from pennsylvania yeah, yeah, yeah. who cares <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah what i did i mean when i was a kid i didn't think any of that was interesting yeah <laughs> growing up i was like yeah, whatever yeah we're, it's not it's, we're white people yeah exactly i uh, i don't know i i just always heard uh german dutch was like the primary two but then like I had a ton of people be like, you look French. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, look at your facial hair. And I was like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you look like a French boxer. I do. I do. Like I, I need to grow my mustache out and just start waxing it. You know, like you could do, do that. I could do that. Yeah. Um, you could also become like a jacked mime. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> um, I was thinking last night. I was exhausted. Yeah. I'm so tired from work. Yeah. Oh, and I got some coffee. And I was thinking about a, ty- a new type of guy. And it would be like a guy who wants to be a chimney sweep, like a Victorian chimney sweep for yeah. Halloween, but has to have it explained to him why he can't just smear soot <laughs> on his face. <laughs> like he honestly just didn't know. Yeah. He didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> sort of the opposite of a mime. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I, see what you're, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I don't know. I was telling my, I was joking with someone last night about how tired I was, and I was like, I'm fine. I mean, the walls are bleeding, and I'm hearing singing Victorian <laughs> chimney sweeps, but otherwise, I'm fine. And that's <laughs> that's that's the path my brain went down. For some reason, though, they all sound like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Oi, oi! This is definitely what a person from Britain sounds like. <laughs> that's that's actually a fairly accurate um, impression of Liam Ridgewell of the Portland Timbers. Really? Yeah, except he's less comprehensible than you just were. Mm. Oi! Oh, he's so he's easy cockney. They put the ball into the uh, oi. <laughs> he did commentary for the Timbers for a couple of years before oh, he wow. became a coach, yeah. and it was always like the at the first few matches were so funny because you could just you could maybe understand every eighth word that he was yeah. saying. And this is something people have given him shit for for years. I'm not I'm not yeah, being yeah, mean yeah. like publicly to a public figure who's well liked. Like this is like a running gag that. Yeah, Liam Ridgewell isn't just incomprehensible to most Americans. <laughs> it's it's funny because like, just like anything else, uh, and I feel bad because um, my girlfriend is from South Africa, and the more I talk to her, she sounds more British to me. But for the longest time, I didn't understand half of what she was saying just because I wasn't used to the accent. Oh. It happens with every damn thing. It's so weird how like like. Because I was, I would like, I didn't even mean to. I was like, like unintentionally, just like a little bit of a bigot. Just because, like, <laughs> well, I mean, just because I wasn't used to her voice. Yeah, I, I cannot do an impression of the South African accent. I know what it sounds like. I can, I can hear it in my head, but I cannot do it. Well, she's also so she's also half Ghana and half Zulu, and yeah, and the like a, so it's a, a black South different. African person sounds different than yeah. a white South African person. Um, yeah, I feel like white South African almost sounds like New Zealandish, Like New Zealand, but like you can just sort of hear the, the racism yeah. a little bit more <laughs> in the back of the throat. <laughs> you know? I get it, yeah. Um, I have to stop myself when talking about white South Africans. That's fair. That's fair. That's, uh, um, but I will say it is funny that you are Dutch and you have a oh, South African. Yes, you've, I mean you've made this joke. Before, We've, yes, yes. Because um. <laughs> if anything, I would think the Dutch part would be the hardest to understand. Like I've I've heard so many different African accents and patois mm-hmm. and stuff that I I find to be very easy to understand. Even even if I don't 
I've never like heard half the words before, like the dialect yeah. or whatever. I'm oh like, yeah, I can read. I can read this and know exactly what they're saying. But when it comes to Dutch, mm-hmm. also the funniest, like closest relate. It's 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 so closely related to English, and it's but it's yeah. so freaking goofy. Yeah. Um. To the I mean, like a year or so ago, it was like a meme, like translating things into Dutch and seeing how funny they were. Uh. Because <laughs> they're still yeah. they're still understandable, but they're like, yeah, it, it sounds like baby talk, basically. <laughs> See, I don't even know if I, I I don't even know if I know what Dutch sounds like, to be honest. Which is my girlfriend apparently can speak Dutch. It's a very um, it's yeah. It looks sort of like a cross between German and more Nordic languages. Oh, weird. But it sounds more like English than anything else. Hmm. Like, if you're just reading it, you're like, like, oh, yeah, that's a... Like, almost oldly English style? Like, how... Kind of, but, like, yeah, not like... I, I think as Americans, when we think of old English, we think of, like... Like knights and kings and shit. No, 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 no. Like I'm not talking about that. And I'm that talking stuff. about like how old English used to be borderline Latin, sort of like that. Yeah, yeah. There and there is a specific. Oh, this I'm. This I'm not even speaking from place of knowledge here. This no. is just like shit I vaguely recall reading on Wikipedia. But there's like a specific part mm-hmm. of the Netherlands where yeah. there is one particular. I don't know if it's a dialect or like what, mm-hmm. how you'd categorize it. But it's a Dutch language yeah. that is the most closely related language to English. Hmm. And if I, if also if I recall correctly, it's in a part of Holland, the Netherlands, that's like really close to the UK. Oh, okay. Like just across the water, basically. Yeah. Huh? Like Belgium or? It's it's just like it's because it's you got from your perspective, UK is right here, mm-hmm. and then. Netherlands is right here. Yeah. And then this place is like on this coast of the Netherlands. Okay. So it's like right there. Yeah. Just. So it makes sense that like. It's one of the few linguistic things that you look at a map and you can go like, oh, yeah, I could see how that would. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Um, Talking about uh, fun things on different parts of the map. uh, Shaolin Cowboy. This is the comic we're talking about, uh, which is about a... Uh, <laughs> I'm really proud of you that you're the one that brought, it brought up. up the actual comic this time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just here to... I've, this time, this, you know, this is my third one. I'm mm-hmm. just here to... We're just... I'm just here to chill and coast. Yeah, that's... And that be is, annoying. That is fine. That I'm is too fine. relaxed to be annoying right now. <laughs> so, yeah, Shaolin <laughs> Cowboy. I, yeah. I'm curious... Um, so we read Star Trek. Yeah, which is, is the, this, first the first one? seven issues. Okay. So it initially was was published. I just forgot the name of the actual publication, but the Wachowskis, who did The Matrix. Oh, okay. And, yeah. So apparently Jeff Darrow, the artist slash writer for this, um, although I guess some of the dialogue was actually written by the Wachowskis for the first one. I, some, at least that's what Wikipedia says. I read... I found... Different. I found different information, different places. So, um, these first seven issues, it took a long time. There used to be a paperback of this, and then it it took them a while before Dark Horse Comics released this as a publication. But, um, 
basically, yeah, this is the first seven issues, which went from 2004 until 2007, kind of sporadically. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... Jeff Darrow, I didn't know this was actually an uh, art designer for The Matrix and oh. uh, the Speed Racer movie, apparently. Oh, okay. Which, a um, couple uh, recommendations I have for Jeff Darrow as well as far as artwork goes. He works with Frank, he's worked with Frank Miller a few times. Um, right. One book is that one up there called Hard Boiled, which is fantastic, like cyberpunk super like if you think this one has a lot of ridiculous details you should look at uh hard boiled it's okay. insane um the other one was uh actually they did a show in the uh nine late 90s of it and it was called um ah uh, god damn it it was like buddy and uh okay now i gotta look it up because i i normally remember it and then i completely forgot it while you're looking that up, I yeah. just do, I want to say that this um, right off the bat, Shaolin Cowboy, the storytelling is way more visual yes. than what I'm used to. Yes. Um, which is good because I have thoughts on the dialogue. <laughs> oh, the dialogue. The dialogue feels like a second. Like it feels like uh, this is what it was. Big guy and, and Rusty the boy robot. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that they sounds did, familiar. They did a cart. Yeah. So they did a cartoon of it later after the comic which the comic is kind of gory uh very similar to this like if you look right here this is the characters they made a cartoon of it and like on fox kids for like two seasons that style looks familiar um but yeah um (laughs) which was interesting that they took something that was traditionally a little bit more adult oriented and made it for kids um it also Yeah. yeah but yeah, the dialogue in this is... I felt the same way when they took... What was it? I would say the, sh- the comic suite... The show I was going to make a stupid... I was oh. going to make a stupid joke, but I forgot oh. where I was going with that. I, I need more <laughs> coffee. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Uh. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, Go so it. it's weird that they took something for adults and made it for children. Yeah, I felt the same way when they took the Muppets and they made Muppet Babies. That was going to be my joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, you know, yeah, hardcore adult-oriented oh, Muppets. I know, man. Also, when you just say it like that, they made Muppet Babies, it does actually sound hardcore adult-oriented, it but does. in a different way. It does, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Um, look, uh, look up, uh, meet the feebles. If you want to see a real weird adult Muppet, I will by not Peter Jackson, that. Peter Jackson, the oh, guy who directed, oh, this isn't uh, a porn thing. Okay. It, it is an NC 17 movie. Oh shit. Really? The, yeah. <laughs> so Peter Jackson, the director of the Lord of the Rings did a bunch of really like off color, offbeat horror movies and like, like dead alive, for example, highly recommend one of the most fun horror comedies that will ever you'll ever see. Um, also, NC seventeen, beautiful, extremely graphic. There is a, a sex scene involving two a, uh, a a zombie priest and a zombie someone else, and they have a zombie baby. And then the zombie baby scene, there's like a whole like Bugs Bunny and Almer Fudd style like the zombie baby is Bugs Bunny in the situation. I was freaked out yesterday because I was on the train 
with a coworker, and yeah. we were talking about Resident Evil mm-hmm. and Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. And then a person who was not part of our conversation, who strongly resembled a zombie, <laughs> chimed in with some opinions about Silent Hill. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a Good full, stuff. full on a Good next racks. gen remix, or not remix, remake of Silent Hill 2 coming out. Yeah. It's one of the things that we were talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Um, and so, uh, okay. So, so with Shaolin Cowboy, the, mm-hmm. the art definitely told i drove the story yes for me um jeff darrow is an artist first and a writer second yeah that's i could tell i uh at first yeah when i first started reading Mm -hmm. i was intrigued and i was enjoying it yeah about halfway through i was like i don't like this and i can't wait for this to end and then towards the end i was i was like okay i'm back on board and that had a lot to do with the writing. Whereas the art stayed solid throughout yeah. and enjoyable. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I was actually, it's funny you say that. Cause I was, I was, um, one of the things that I was thinking through the entire time is I could have done, I could have had this comic be mostly silent and almost enjoyed it more. Yeah. Like the jackass was annoying. The jackass was supposed to, was like almost like a, a, it was a jackass and it was almost a parody of like, of like Democrats. In a yeah. Way. And also Sam Kinison, weirdly. Yeah. A little All bit. All that anti hip hop stuff. Oh yeah. Like I was the whole time I was thinking like, this is a racist jackass. Yeah. <laughs> that was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the, yeah. um, the disembodied head. Oh yeah. Um, was way more racist. Oh Yeah. Um, there was a lot of racism. There was a lot a of very racism. short <laughs> amount of dialogue. Yeah, yeah, and and not in a way to say that the that the story is racist, but that mm. like there was a lot of racism in the story. Yeah, and only so much, only so many characters. Yeah, not a lot <laughs> really of weren't a whole lot of people. Uh, yeah, some of those people weren't even humans. No, there was some weird. Yeah, there was there was a lot. Of, like this was visually stunning. And bizarre at the same time. I will say my favorite scene in this entire comic is there's this one moment where a crab, a king crab, comes up to the Shaolin monk. It's talking about how he trained monks to kill him because he ate his family. And he's only King Crab because that was the restaurant. Yeah, that he was held captive at. Yeah, where he watched his family get eaten by Shaolin Cowboy. Yeah, um, and also what did he kept saying that he was he learned jujitsu, but that wasn't even the right martial art. No, it was it had to be kung fu. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was also racist. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of it is like is definitely ironic for sure. Uh, well, it's it's all. I mean, everything. All the all the racism in here is definitely perceived as irony, essentially. But it also kind of gives that weird. the The dialogue and the way that the humor was done makes me think of the two thousands a lot. Yeah, like how like because the two thousands had a lot of like ironic racism in movies and had a lot of ironic uh, like, um, just. 
and you've th- everything from trans or transphobia to uh, uh, yeah, homophobia th- to everything else. This was thought- back. Let's see. During this time, the I would say probably highest grossing comedy films would have been Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, uh, Wedding and, Crashers, and and yeah, yeah. And then we also had. Um, God damn it. I'm so tired. It's okay. I'm blanking on the name. Well, I'll, I'll remember it later. Yeah. Um, there was a whole other crew. Apatow. The, Apatow. Yeah. Apatow. As well as the Fairly Brothers were like, yeah, kind of, they were sort of kind of siphoning out a little bit. They so I'm not big. suggesting that um, ironic racism was like a central theme of Will Ferrell no. or Apatow or any of that, but that. <laughs> There's a way that that humor is delivered yeah. in this comic mm-hmm. that is very similar to how it is delivered in those types like Anchorman's, yeah, yeah. That that type of rich irony that hadn't been um, distilled by the internet yet, yeah. Because now you have people on social media, especially like platforms like Twitter, yeah, who are irony poisoned. Yes. And their whole shtick is I am never being sincere. Yes. And if you ever display any genuine emotion or sincerity, you're a fucking idiot and you're not as cool as I am. Yeah. And that's how they can cover like being pieces of shit, basically. <laughs> and, and in some ways, not not even having a personality at that point. Right. Like well, they, and it's like there are people who make money off of this yeah. and they, they have podcasts. Sure. And then there are people who latch on to that. The reply guys of the mm-hmm. world, the enablers who give them the money. Yeah. And those are the people who are like the most pathetic because they're all just doing the, sh- the same shtick, but they're not even not even making any money off of it like they're they're being just they're just being losers and so that's sort of how that got warped over time i'm not saying there's a direct line again i'm not blaming will ferrell for anything right now but no it's just interesting to put try to put this in the context of its time and place compared to where we're at now well like yeah, well, it makes sense because well, because like Anchorman, well, it was first, it was highly quotable for the longest time. People fucking quoted it like all, crazy. All I may time. have said this before. Yeah, on this, but yeah. all of like the funny guys. Yeah, in my high school, were yeah. all basically doing Will Ferrell impressions. Yep, and then a few years later, all of the funny guys mm-hmm. were doing Zach Galifianakis. Basically, like yeah. those were the styles of humor that were in and that yeah. every every boy <laughs> was trying to copy who was like not necessarily the class clown but like yeah. a well-liked funny guy awesome good old portland <laughs> living uh living downtown that downtown life yeah yeah um i mean uh speaking of which well, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say where you live but um i was i thought no. it was funny that when i was on my way here, I was listening to my um, most played songs in 2020 playlist. <laughs> and I was just having some intense memories oh, washing yeah. over me. And then to get stared down by a police officer at mm. the convenience store, it just really drove it all home. Yeah. But uh, still happy to be here regardless. <laughs> 
I don't like going places anymore. I get I've it. Probably been saying that for the last two years. I I don't either. I very I basically I I work. I do this, and then like once in a while, like once every few weeks. Right now, I go up to visit my girlfriend because she's six hours away from me right now. I'm not going to say where, but she's six hours away. And then very rarely I'll like go to a family thing. Probably not very often, honestly, because I work so much right now. It's primary. My my life is work and sleep. And now back to doing this podcast. I'm not doing stand up right now. Yeah. Because I don't have time. My life is work and sleep. Yeah. And watching pro wrestling. Fair. And, and, to it's soccer and football, but like mostly pro wrestling. Yeah. That's my free time. That's fair. Yeah. And stuff about pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like pro wrestling research. Mm. Mm. Well, you know. Um combat though. The uh the it this this uh the way it depicts uh Kung Fu in this. I'm going to say Kung Fu. Yeah. I don't know jack shit about Kung Fu. I don't either. I, I took Kempo when I, I was younger. I will say it's fun, but it's like, it's fun in a Jackie Chan kind of way. Like, by that, I mean, there's a lot of physical gags in here. Yeah. Like, when he when he has the chainsaw <laughs> on... <laughs> the devil chainsaw. Yeah, the devil chainsaw. That was fun. He slices a great white shark in half. Yeah. <laughs> like, this... I, there is a quote on the back of, I think it's actually hard boiled by Brian Michael Bendis. And I'm going to paraphrase it because I'm too lazy to grab it. But it's basically. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's to remind me to take my birth control. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Interesting. Why did I set that alarm? I think Uh. that was because when we were originally going to be doing this at three, I needed to make sure I was awake by one thirty. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) That's fair. That actually reminds me of something. I need to check something. Um, but yeah, so there is a quote though on there, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, which he is a writer first. He wanted to be an artist and he did a couple things as art. He created the character, Jessica Jones, for marvel for example okay um he created miles morales as well uh which is in a spider verse yeah. um he's also like did what's argued to be like the start of the uh renaissance of daredevil as a character and like yeah that whole like, era yeah um that all feels like that happened around the same time yeah well like the the shows that they were doing were kind of based off of Bendis' stuff and... Um, they, they occupied the same universe. Yeah, for sure. Um, so there's, yeah, a lot of the stuff. Uh, so he, but he has this thing, he's like, we all were going to art school and they got all excited about having our future careers and then we saw Jeff Darrow's art and we almost wanted to just give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, dude, the, the line work in this is insane. Like, it is... One second, I'm... Well, it was it was literally the visuals that sold me on this. Also, just the name, but just seeing whatever you'd sent me before we decided yeah. to do this, I was just like, "Oh, done. I'm down." Yeah. And okay, so here's another thing with this being more visually driven. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they probably can't hear that there is a car alarm now Um, (laughs) they may or may not but we're talking about it yeah so so as this is more visually driven than say the previous two that i have covered with you yeah um i actually had a harder time with this on my laptop than i did uh Uh, yeah Transmetropolitan, mm-hmm. which felt more appropriate on a laptop. Not yeah. to say that it was made to be read no, that way, no, no, no. but it definitely felt more. Um, it 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 felt, I guess, appropriate. It's really the only word that I can use, yeah. just given the story and the universe that it took place in and all that. But this one, I was like, oh, this would be so much better in, as a book, as an actual book. And also to that point, mm-hmm. with the dialogue not being. The central. Yeah. Not being on the level of the art and not being as important. And it Mm -hmm. seemed like it treat the visuals seemed like they treated the dialogue as less important. Yeah. Because there were some scenes where and I know part of this is just me viewing it on a laptop. Yeah. But also I still had to zoom in really far to read. It was almost as if it was just saying like. You could read this, but you can also just skip it to well, the there, next crazy visual. There's this part where he chops this zombie head in half. Yeah. And for the next, like, <laughs> six to ten pages, it's split, it's split in half. The dialogue itself yeah. is yeah. split between the two hemispheres yeah. and, of the skull. And, and, and it's not like it's starting part of the, the dialogue in one side and ending on the other. It's literally... Like it's, it's like someone split, split in a page half on the and page, like pulled apart. Yeah, where you have to read from left to right. Still, you just have to read across the page. <laughs> and and I was I was playing around with it too. I yeah. was reading from like top to bottom and then left mm-hmm. to right just to see like what would happen. And no, yeah. if you read from top to bottom, it made no fucking sense. Yeah, so you had to go like across panels. Yeah, from left to right. Yeah, while other stuff visually was happening top down left right like it was that part was i thought that was really fun yeah that, that was interesting yeah it was this, so simple yeah but it added so much to that part of the story which i think was probably my favorite part of the whole thing it was a lot of fun and from what i can tell because i i looked online uh at some panels from the next volume and it does pick up like right after this cool because so, it does like it it ends pretty crazily, and it's it's definitely like this is sort of a pet project for Jeff Dar- Jeff Darrow. I think he kind of just like works on it when he can, because uh-huh. how freaking insane the like line work is again. His he he I, I I don't see. I'm curious because there's two kinds of artists that do this heavy level of detail. There's the ones that take hours and hours to do it, and then there's the ones that are like. Uh, Mobius, for example, which this guy reminds me a lot of, um, as well as there's, there was another guy who recently passed away who could like draw these hugely detailed scenes in such a minimal amount of time that it would be like watching a, like a printer. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like they're the vision, the image is already in their head. They're just like drawing it, but it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 Like it doesn't make sense to like, it's like, how the hell did this just happen? Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, and, and with that, and, and also in terms of like putting the work in its historical context, it was weird saying that about 20 years ago, but like, yeah, yeah, that is a different time period. That is a different era. That's what makes this interesting. Yeah. Putting it in its place and time 
and then looking at it now, like it's the the actual visuals themselves are still super stunning and oh yeah and timeless. Um, the style is of that time, maybe, but mm-hmm. the way that it plays out is still just like this could be from any time period, and it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say, I think that it's recolored because I, I think I looked at some of the original ones, um, but maybe I'm wrong because it has. Oh, I know this one just says. Well, Jeff then I have been lied to. Well, let me see something here, actually. Cause <laughs> well, I imagine the medium it gets printed in yeah. might dictate. Because I don't know as Let's much see about here. No, actually, the this production one, side of this, but I would imagine the medium might dictate like how you have to color it. So, because it says Dave Stewart, and I don't know if Dave Stewart was working at the time. Although, okay, no, actually, no. Um, no, it looks like it's original colorists. They just have, they have a, someone come in and kind of do a little bit of, um, like in paper design. They say, okay, so maybe not. Cause yeah. Um, either way. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely gorgeous. At, I mean, this is already in the midst of digital coloration starting to really come into its own. There is a fun era though. Um, <laughs> that I'm glad that this doesn't copy. There was an era, especially like X-Men. There was, they had David, David Finch, which is, um, if you look up his art, he's, he's like the quintessential, like, do you know what top cow is? Top cow comics. Um, which blade. I just realized I was shaking my head and not actually. Uh, which blade, the darkness, um, very like, it's the era of comics in the late nineties that everything looked like fan service almost. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, when I think of the late 90s, I think of very dark and gritty. Well, yes. Okay. Dark and gritty, but like also kind of slutty at the same time. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. okay. So David, but okay. So David Finch was doing that, but the colorist who was working with him, and this was on everything from Moon Knight to X-Men to other things, did this weird, like everything had a shine to it. It was like everybody was covered in oil yeah like okay. like baby oil like they uh-huh. just like they just everybody was ready to fuck like that's what it basically was going on yeah yeah like <laughs> i know what you're talking about now yeah, yeah. it also yeah. borrows a little bit probably from manga that just that sheen yeah yeah a lot of well, curves and angles yeah. and and yeah, it, and and but the coloration <laughs> adds stuff the coloration adds to that curvature too uh-huh. in a way yeah. i see yeah yeah even the color is fuckable. Yeah. yeah. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to eat it. Yeah. Like, uh, anybody wants a good nom, example. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Anyone wants a good example. Look up, uh, Char- I think it's Charles, Charles Houston's run on, uh, moon Knight, or, um, I think it's Ed Brubaker's run on X-Men. I believe that's the era. Like, or even just look look up uh, Messiah Complex, X-Men and Messiah Complex. That'll really come up with what I'm looking at, what I'm talking about. Um, specifically the main issues. Man, it's been... It took two episodes for me to get back into just guru mode. Like... <laughs> 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 and you know what it is? Is I tried I tried so hard to keep... I took add some sort of like semblance of like a of a flow for this con for this podcast. Uh-huh. And I realized I am not coordinate coordinate coordinated enough to do that. Like the co- the podcast turns into like, what are we doing? I just, I at okay, last week I had Kayla Evans on and I felt really bad because I was really trying to go for a flow when I was like, had all this like synopsis stuff. I had all this stuff. And by the time it was like, 
time to ask her how what she thought of the comic. She had like three things to say about it because the com- because I had basically said everything there was to say about. <laughs> great, great promotion for that episode. By the way, yeah, I feel bad. I feel it's a good episode. It's oh, still good. Okay. Like we we st- we, but it was the the dot the conversation more lit up when we started talking more about comedy and kind of bringing gotta stop back. doing that boy right stop that i know right? knock it off yeah um but speaking yeah. of jokes though yeah some of this was rough yeah <laughs> yeah some of it was definitely not for my sensibilities mm-hmm. um i didn't laugh i know i laughed one time and i think it was because of like i and it wasn't even like outward laughter it was inward laughter and it was with the crab that stuff was actually genuinely pretty funny to me. Yeah, the crab thing, the the crab thing was pretty funny. Um, it did also take me back to Transmetropolitan and a yeah. uh, castrated police dog. <laughs> um, but that was just like a side story in that. Yeah. And then this was more important, kind of. Yeah. And well, it was an I, arc. Yeah, it was an arc. Yeah. Exactly. And um, yeah, I did not really laugh all that much, um, but I was more so just continuously intrigued yeah. and wanting to know what happened next. Because again, to go back to the whole, the the racist jackass anti-hip-hop thing, yeah, that was just annoying and I wanted him to shut up. And then you had these two characters, the, the Chi Eight, yeah, um, who were rapping the entire time. Mm-hmm. That was... That started off rough, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "This is a really white interpretation yeah. of how people rapping would yeah. sound." But as it continued consistently, it got better, yeah, and more interesting. And also, like, oh, we are firmly establishing that that's just always how these people, these whatever they were, yeah. these creatures talk, yeah, and that made it more fun and interesting. But and some of the references that were thrown out. Definitely, again, early aughts. Yeah. But I was having a hard time understanding what kind of world we were in. I got post-apocalyptic West, kind of. But then when we're dangling off of a cliff that becomes a living creature that has an entire ecosystem inside of itself with all these other creatures. Like it's like full on kaiju. Yeah. Yeah. Then I was just like, okay, I don't know. I have no idea where we are, but I was more okay with it at that point. That's, that's a very Jeff Darrow thing too. He likes to draw like, cause that's, that's what, uh, rusty boy, uh, robot, whatever, big robot, rusty boy or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh (laughs) Sure. You can rewind a little bit. Um, yeah, just go back to when I said it correctly. Um, but (laughs) good God, that just, that just sounds dirty. Um, but anyway, (laughs) by rusty boy (laughs) we're both sober (laughs) yeah we are (laughs) just coffee that's it that's just just coffee um big robot rusty boy (laughs) i'm just hearing You know what that is. <laughs> what were we talking about? The big robot rusty boy, um, the place in the it's world. It's also world, because that world because building. that is world. also yeah. That's also very heavily kaiju like. They're, they're yeah yeah yeah. They're yeah. going against giant ro- uh, like not robots. Well, sometimes robots, sometimes 
monsters. In this case, monsters. I was thinking Dune. I could get that. Yeah, a little bit of Dune. This is this is definitely like reminiscent of other things. It's kind of like it's it yeah. feels like he just it's his love letter to kind of maybe just this is a few of his favorite things basically. Yeah, that's kung fu, uh, insane landscapes. I got the impression that this was not intended to be super deep. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's it's just meant to be fun. It's yeah, it's it's an excuse to have a fun adventure with beautiful visuals mm-hmm. in a non uh, uh what's the word? It's not deep but it's not shallow. Yeah. It's not it's not it's not trying to say something but in a really lazy way. It's it's kind of innocuous. Yeah. yeah. I mean there is there's like what would we say is a theme? The past, the present, and the future? Um enemies? I would just say it's a it's it's the theme is just just action, just like straightforward, very linear story for the most part. Like there's a couple flashbacks in the midst of it revenge um, revenge for sure but, but not fully understanding your what you're actually mad about yeah well and like okay so the shaolin cowboy himself seems to be the he has the least amount of dialogue in this yeah he's very he occasionally talks um he's very monk-like very monk-like yeah he's yeah he's he's a he's a shaolin monk dressed in a cowboy uh, uh in like you know just full on cowboy drab. Uh, he just the, I don't know. Like it's, it's kind of just like, Hey, here's something really silly and fun. That's, that's the best way I can put this. This is just something really silly and fun. Yeah. Um, and there is but like, not in like a brain rotting way. No, like it, it keeps, it keeps you engaged in a way that I did not feel like it was making me dumber while I, I was reading it. I got I got some uh, Jindy Tartagoski. Uh, I, I might be butchering his last name. Uh, the guy who did um, Samurai Jack vibes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like he also did the like he <laughs> he also did Powerpuff Girls and like Dexter's Lab and all that kind of stuff. But like specifically his Samurai Jack and like other things he does that are similar in that way. You want to know what that reminds me of? What's that? Devil May Cry. Yeah, a little bit. There Beautiful, is a- action oriented. Uh, three brain cells. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. It's, there's just something about it. That's just fun. And I think J- Jeff Darrow's French, which French people are, there's a weird sensibility with French art, to be honest, with a lot of like a lot of things I've seen that are done by the French. Well, yeah. Cause they're so lanky and skinny. <laughs> <laughs> like the plot in this, this book. <laughs> <laughs> and it should have been mimed. Yeah. <laughs> There should have been no dialogue. Yeah, really. Le- tr- truthfully told, the, the dialogue is is like I would it, love. It almost weighs it down. It almost weighs it down. I would love a version of this that's just visuals. Yeah, or, or just in French, or just well, that too, maybe. Then uh, <laughs> so you won't understand any of it. No, but like, yeah. I mean, I we could still have all of those the char- the the characters that last more than a couple pages. Yeah. If they said nothing. That's true. And they were just doing stuff. There's a lot of it. Yeah, there are like moments where like the dialogue gives a little bit of context, like the silliness at the beginning where there's just a ton of people there and they're like kind of like 
there's a lot of like, there's kind of a little bit of everything and they're all like what the fuck are you doing here kind of thing you know like yeah 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 so i'm, I'm so now i'm thinking it's like would i keep reading this and i think the one i would because i want to know what happens next yeah. but i feel like i'm really wanting for the jackass to die either go away <laughs> yeah. or become a better character yeah, I, I've not, obviously, I don't know. There is long spouts of, like, I think it was 2007, and I think the next one came out in 2014 or 13 or something like that. So there was a good, like, six to seven years between. Interesting. So I'm not sure. I really am upset, though, because um, if I was to continue collecting this, I would want in these nice oversized hardcovers, and they're out of print. Oh, for the for the next two. The fourth one is in print still because it just got it printed, which bugs me because it's like they just printed the newest one and now they have paperbacks of the other ones. And paperback is fine. But like for this art, I feel like you want these album style, like these like Atlas size. Yeah. Well, it goes back to what I was saying about how it's meant to be read in the medium and all that. Like. The laptop was just not doing it for me. Yeah. But I could see what I was, I could tell what I was missing <laughs> through that medium. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this would be so much better in book form. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that sucks. I yeah. did not know that the second and the third. Yeah. They're they took, they just yoinked them. Yeah. They just, well, like they were in print for a while. And I remember seeing them at comic book shops and, probably around the time that I first started like collecting comics, which was like, I guess not 2011. Cause I guess it was like 2013, but uh, I remember 2011 started going to comic book shops and I, and somewhere along the lines in the next few years, I started seeing these books and I saw them come out and I just was like, this looks kind of silly, but it wasn't quite what I was looking for at that time. And there's a lot of those books that have, have come out and gone out of print that I'm like, I wish I would have just had the foresight to get these at the time because this was like 20, they were like 20 bucks a book, which is not bad. What? Yeah. Yeah. And so now it's like, you know, they're selling, I was at Powell's books and for a used copy of the second volume was like 70 bucks. (sighs) Yeah. Like, cause Powell's thanks Biden. This uh, well, so I'm legitimately actually kind of upset with Powell's books because there was a time where you could go into Powell's bookstore and you could have that experience that every collector has when they go to either a bookstore that has a new copy of a book that's out of print or a used copy of a book that's out of print. And either way, they're significantly cheaper than if you were to go on eBay. Right. Pals stopped doing that during the pandemic. Yeah, and they're still not paying their employees enough. Yeah, like they have so books. So where's that money going? Right? They have books that are like $100 for like a paperback or something like that because it's no longer in print. Or like something, a book that used to be like 40 bucks is now 200 bucks or something like that because it's out of print it's like no if a book is 40 was originally 40 bucks and you're gonna sell it used and you're like oh it's selling for a lot we're a bookstore though that sells used books like and we're not a 
you know, we're not trying to be a scalper on eBay, basically. Like, just be a per, be like, just sell it for the original price. Like, if nothing else, just sell, don't maybe not sell it for a used price. Maybe just get it for the full price. Like, well, like, yeah, because they didn't really pay anything for it. No. Like, what do you get there? Store credit? Yeah. You Are you, oh, yeah, you get like, you get, you get. I think 25% of like the retail, like either what they get or retail price or something like that. They're not paying. They're not paying you very much. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, they're paying. Yeah. They're paying you very little and then selling it for like ex- ridiculous prices. Like, cause I, I remember there was a couple books and it's like, those are never going to sell. No one's going to like, cause the same people who are going to buy those are the same people who are going to go on eBay and buy it at the exuberant price. You, you want to know how I knew when pals betrayed me? Yeah. When they put a code on the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I knew that pals had turned evil because for the longest time I would tell people there are hardly any public bathrooms in Portland unless you are patronizing a business. Yeah. Except if you have, if you're, if you're drinking around downtown in the Pearl district, you're out on a bar crawl. You have to piss. Yeah. Go to pals. Pals. They won't ask any questions. How could they? They don't know what you're doing there. It's a big store. But now you got to ask for a code. Yeah, and that's you do. for shame. Yeah. I also understand why stores want to keep people from overdosing and dying in their bathrooms. But yeah, there's other means. There's other ways to do that. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Instead of forcing an awkward interaction with an employee who's probably sick and tired of having <laughs> to answer the same fucking question all day. That's yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's the death of uh, the American culture, I guess. I don't know. Something's going on these days. Um, but it's definitely everybody's gotten more st- stringent on like being good to each other. Like businesses have just become more corporate. Like everybody's kind of doubled down on their. Uh, I don't know. This is a weird ending to this comment episode, but. <laughs> Listen, it's it's fuck capitalism all day, every yeah. day around here. I don't know how many more ways we can come up with to say it. Yeah, it's fuck And capitalism. part of the reason we enjoy doing this is because everything is getting demonstrably worse in the yeah. world around us. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not a an evangelist of pure escapism, mm-hmm. but it is nice in medicinal doses. Yeah, because, you know, for what I want out of art and entertainment is to grapple with the world around me rather than to escape from it. Yeah. But every now and then a departure. Yeah. It's nice. So I'm going to I've I've actually because I do everything at the last second in my brain. um, I'm going to switch it up from a a rating of one to ten to would you like instead of that, would you recommend or not recommend this book to people? Like if, if someone was just like, if you, if you had maybe, maybe not even like go out of your way to recommend it, but if someone asks you, should I check this out? It depends on who they are. Yeah. I, if they are more, it depends on what they're into. I guess like on a general populace, you know, no, no, no. To the general population. No. Okay. Yeah. To I would, my nerd friends who are into various types mm-hmm. of art. Whether it be visual, audible, yeah. what have you, performance, I would say, give it a whirl. Yeah. Yeah. And no going in. Yeah. Like, it's 
it's worth it for the art. It's yeah. not really worth it for the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. I do not think that a normie friend of mine would, I don't have very many normie friends, but, yeah. but I do have, I have to interact with a lot of normies. I do not, I would not like what <laughs> it would say about me to be like, you have to check this out. Yeah. 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 Um, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, yeah, I would, I would also say this is like, um, it's very niche. It's very niche. It's, it's, uh, it, and I would say if you're the kind of person to look at this cover that is on this book right now and you're like, I want to check that out. You're the right person to get this book. Yeah. It, it really tells you what it is yeah, right it, off the bat. Right off the bat. You can see. So if you're, but if you have any, any doubts in your mind, whether this is something for you, probably don't probably just, just, you know, find any reservations else. whatsoever, any reservations. Like, but if you're like, this looks like something I want, go for it. Um, I, yeah, I would say, that's a lot of the stuff by Jeff Darrow, though, because I would say the same thing for Hard Boiled, uh, the one I have up there. That's I like Hard Boiled better than this, by the way, um, for different reasons. But it's also weird. <laughs> it's also like grotesque in a lot of ways. It's also like um, here's here's something we didn't cover though. What's that? So we talked we, when when we were trying to find like what we were trying to discuss like what kind of world. This yeah, is taking place and we mentioned Western, mm -hmm. you know, we say Shaolin Cowboy over and over again. Yeah. There's a jackass he rides around on. How would you say, how much does this fall into the genre of Western? <sighs> um, I, I would say still fairly heavily because of, yeah. because of what it's like i agree how it's and it's just very like fantasy western even though it departs from it towards mm -hmm. the end i would say this is a this solidly falls into the category of western yeah i also though for listeners to take this for what it's worth yeah i also firmly believe that the film nope <laughs> is a western yeah yeah I don't it know is. if you agree. Okay, it is. I would do. say. I would say. <laughs> okay. yeah, I would say it's more of a western than a horror film for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, just because it's not set during that brief amount of time that most spaghetti westerns yeah. are set during, boom towns and the gold yeah, rush and all that yeah. shit. Just because it's not in that time period doesn't make something not a western. Well, like uh, for example, and I did three episodes with uh with bjorn harji about this and i'm actually I'm, I'm gonna just say it now and it may never come out and it may happen i'm actually looking at potentially coming uh with either bonus episodes or future episodes where i do like a redo but spelled like the french way where it looks like redux um because it's fun uh but a redo does anyone imagine it differently i know it's supposed to be redo that's what it's supposed to be but it's redo oh, you mean like r-e-d-l no r-e-d-u-x right right it's but that's to be, yeah it's when you redo. say redo that's when yeah. i and you're yeah. talking about like a product or a presentation yeah. i think r-e-d-u-x i was making yeah. fun of you for saying oh, okay, for yeah. clarifying that it was yeah. the french way <laughs> I know. I just, I've, I, I, I'm going to be drinking champagne. I was homeschooled. You know, like the French. <laughs> but yes, I'm going to do, I'm, but I'm going to do some redo episodes <laughs> where I kind of revisit some old, some comics I've already covered in the first 80 episodes of my podcast. 
um, with some fresh eyes, maybe some fresh people. Okay. Um, because th- I don't, I honestly would say that there are certain episodes specifically that if you were genuinely interested in the comic, that you would be fucking confused about still what to think about the comic by the time you listen to it. This one is not one of them. This one actually, I think, is we did a good job of kind of doing some riffs, coming back to it, talking about the comic. This one actually feels just the right amount of kind of like fuck around, but still, yeah, keep. Uh, it's the comic. right comic for that too. Yeah, it is. And so I'm not talking about like fucking fascism or transhumanism (laughs) or anarchism today. Yeah. Although those episodes made sense for that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although I would say I did re-listen to the Transmetropolitan, which is one of the reasons why I asked you to come back because it's always fun to have you on. Um, It's always fun to be on. Yeah, thank you. it is definitely the most off topic that we go. I'm fairly certain I was drinking for that one. Yeah. Cause that was at my place. That was at right? your place. Yeah, and we, we got into really like, ev- we got into everything about like, like, I think I talked, I said at one point, which is still true. If I can't cuddle with someone, I don't want to fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were sensitive boys. Yeah. It's uh yeah. But, um, <laughs> it's true. I, that, what, what I actually said was if I can't give, if someone gives me a hug and it doesn't feel right, I don't want to fuck that person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what we said about it back then, but that's a good sign as far as how compatibility yeah. goes. There's something about that moment with someone, whether it be someone you're cuddling with or not, but cuddling's a good yeah. uh, sort of framing to put this in yeah where you are safe yes and you are enjoying the engagement of your mind yes with someone else whether it be friends or a romantic interest family there's something about that space yeah that i am always looking for mm-hmm. that i always adore and i'm trying to as i get older appreciate more when i find myself in that space yeah I think that that's super important to maintain as as a literal safe space. Yeah. Like, that's what that is. Absolutely. Like, like that picturesque sitting in a cabin with maybe, like, got like a, a, a fire going. Yeah. And you're staying warm amidst all the freezing cold mm-hmm. of the winter around you. That, 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 that safety, that coziness yeah. is something I strive for and am appreciating more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, the, what I would say is a good hug is like a good trust fall. You just let go. You, you're hot. It's weird. You let your, you, what you do is like you hug, you are grabbing on, but I have definitely hugged people where I haven't felt comfortable and I can tell they're not feeling comfortable and or i feel comfortable but they're not comfortable enough or they're too comfortable and i'm not comfortable enough but either way there's something about it that just feels wrong like yeah it feels inherently like this is uncomfortable this doesn't feel good yeah um your body's sending like alert alert yeah danger will but robinson like, but like a good hug it could be between two people who just met too and it's it's so it's, it's it's always weird how it works out you just immediately know you just immediately know and you just like embrace that person and like it is just 
like it just feels right. Yeah. yeah. I've well I've I've had experiences in my past when yeah. I was much younger where I had fallen asleep with someone, mm-hmm. not slept with them, literally yeah. fallen asleep with them. Yeah. And woke up feeling so good about yeah. having that intimacy, yeah. but also feeling more refreshed, like I slept better than I, I had. I will say that's... And that was at a time where it was very difficult for me to fall asleep with anyone around yeah. or at all. And like now, I don't fall asleep on the fucking bus now. Yeah. Um, but like back then, to have that of like, oh my God, like I fell asleep with someone that's... Yeah. I have a good connection with this. Per- I like this person a lot now. Yeah. Um, I always thought that was interesting. I... I've spent most of my life, and this is with people I've dated and hooked up with, not really feeling super like I could I could I could have sex with someone, I could hug them, but like for some reason I could not fall asleep and feel comfortable and sleep the entire night through. Or even if I like, yeah, with my current girlfriend, I actually I now know that I sleep worse without her because I've had that experience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't even, it's weird because I've, I've had times where I'll wake up in the middle of the night because I do that anyways. But it still, when I wake up in that day, I am so much more rested. Yeah. Like it just, it's weird. It's like, I just, I feel right. It doesn't, I don't feel uncomfortable. Like I had one girl that I dated that I felt like I tried to stay at a night at her place one time and it just felt wrong. <laughs> yes. That's another good test. Just like with yeah. the hug yeah. is the sleep. Yeah. Like the actual literal sleep. And then, so and the, on, the, on the flip side of that for me, mm-hmm. I cannot spoon for too long or else I get too warm. Same. And um, a lot of times, especially women yeah. who, especially white women who have po- all have poor circulation and are yeah. always cold, um, they get kind of bothered by that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you don't, you're not, you don't you don't want to do this with, and it's like, I do want to keep touching you, but I literally am yeah. sweating yeah. so much right now that I'm going to be stuck to you yeah. and I cannot fall asleep. <laughs> Did I, if, if, if I'm boiling under the sheets and with another yeah. human body just completely up against me, dude, I, I, I turn on the AC. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I do. I turn I, on the AC. I haven't had that for a very long time, but, yeah. but, um, but yeah, like I, I had an experience recently where I was just like, I'm really sorry. I'm really enjoying this, but I have to turn away. Yeah. We can go ass to ass. Yeah. Please, like there's a, please yeah. let's go ass to ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like entwine the legs or something, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah it's tickle each other's feet with our toes. Yeah. But um, yeah. I cannot keep big spooning <laughs> you. And if you turn around to big spoon me, and I do enjoy being the little spoon. Yeah. Um, if you turn around and do that to me, I'm probably going to shrug you off. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, much like, uh, I shrugged off most of this dialogue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was I already, I was already too warm for the, the, the dialogue was unnecessary. Yeah. It felt weird. Honestly, I don't remember most of what was said, to be honest, of this comic. I just remember going, uh, yeah. Like every time the donkeys, <laughs> how good of some, like it's so this, the other components are so there that I could just completely. Yeah overlook not overlook but like just be like yeah the dialogue is not for me but i i did enjoy this <laughs> most yeah. of the time bad dialogue will completely fucking kill something for me yeah like like because i'm i'm a writer so yeah. like oh absolutely it's, it's super, words are important mm-hmm. <laughs> they mean things yeah they do <laughs> they really do 
I, <laughs> but the art in here is so fan, just amazing. It's so intricate and detailed and intentional that it just, it just does such a great job. Uh, just, you know, the art was like a warm hug where the, uh, the dialogue was like a forceful hug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. dialogue was coming on a little too hot yeah a little too too heavy a little too heavy um and it was pulling back a little bit at the same time it was real weird you know like i've had those hugs i'm just saying yeah it was forced yeah it was just for yeah exactly like it's like it's funny because for longest time i thought it was just like maybe it was people of different like weight but i've had the best hugs from some of the skinniest boniest people and some of the worst hugs sometimes from people who are bigger. It well, just depends on the person. Yeah. And it's it's a lot like wrestling. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter strength. Yeah. A str- a strength is important and can help. Yeah. But leverage is really what you're looking for. Absolutely. When you're trying to destroy someone. Yeah. And so, if you're trying to hug someone really well, you got to put that that leverage of, mm-hmm. of passion and love into yeah. it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, with the, the visuals here, it had that fucking leverage. It did. Yeah. It really made up for the uh, the awkward conversation that followed. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, if you know, if date someone who English is not their first language. Mm, right. They're trying. Right. But you're, they're still saying some stuff where you're like, I don't think that's what you meant to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to let this one slip. Yeah. Or slide. Yeah. Because uh, I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt Sometimes it takes here. a little while to realize that's what's happening, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't help yourself. You're the yeah. one who's the... Yeah. Um, that's your that's the language that you've been speaking from birth so when you hear someone say something in that language, you mm-hmm. are inclined to take it at face value. Yeah. And then, you know... You start to realize that oh, there's some subtext here that isn't really like there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm projecting onto yes this person who is translating in their brain have what they're st- trying to have say. Have you been stalking me with my girlfriend? I was, is I, is I, you're just like outside <laughs> of the window? Like <laughs> no, I just you know I I talk to people, Gene. I've had social interactions. Yeah, and I remember most. Well, I remember enough of them. Yeah. To uh, have this relatable, yeah, idea of, of of what's going on here, yeah. Um, I did forget though that that's that I was just basically describing your relationship. Yeah. I was not doing that on purpose. <laughs> I can admit it's it's funny because she does speak she speaks English well enough <laughs> that you wouldn't think it you know like you right. were just like you just but every now it. and then every now there's and then, a jarring just, reminder there's just and to the point where like i've felt like shit for a couple days until i realized i'm the asshole <laughs> yeah. so the one thing that is also probably very apparent to me in this is maybe the dialogue is also weirdly translated <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Like in the Trans- same way. Yeah. I, so wait, so this was was this originally written in French? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a whole other dynamic. I'd be interested in who trans like did he translate it Could or be. did someone else translate it? Well, I think he does speak English, so I think he did translate it, but I'm not sure. So he's like our awkward yeah. French girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah who is too cold at night 
because of poor circulation. Now we're not talking about my girlfriend anymore. But no, <laughs> your girlfriend's not white. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's literally. I, yeah. I'm not saying this to be like to 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 mask misogyny. Yeah. As 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 being like anti-racist or whatever. Like I'm yeah. saying, like it's specifically white women who say that they have poor circulation and that's why they're cold all the time. Oh yeah. I haven't I've heard her never, say that. I've never heard yeah. a person of color say that. No, I, I have never heard her say that. She's told me that I feel that I've sometimes I'm really warm and other times I'm really cold, like physically. That's how people are. Exactly. <laughs> like I put my hand on her hand and she's like, that's too cold. And I'm like, yeah, cause I'm driving with my hand on the steering wheel and there is a AC Blasting, blasting on it skin deep coldness yeah <laughs> you know i well i uh i've yeah i'm not gonna say what i do for a living but i yeah. will give you the detail that um blind people have to touch me a lot hmm. and very often they sex will, workers specifically they, for blind people <laughs> they will tell me oh, that's the only way that i could get in that game um they will tell me <laughs> they will tell me that i'm very warm mm-hmm. and i'll be like yeah I'm doing a lot right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a lot warmer than you. <laughs> I'm working. I, I will say my circulation has gotten better since working out. So I'm probably warm more often. I guess I understand what people mean when they say poor circulation. Like yeah. your blood carries oxygen. And so therefore you can feel warmth more in your extremities. Is that what it means? I, I feel like I run hot because like. 70 degrees to me is not 70 degrees to someone else. Yeah. Well, I mean, that means if if 70 degrees is warmer to you than it is mm-hmm. to someone else, that means you're actually colder. Oh, okay. Maybe I run cold then. Like your body, your average body temp is probably a little lower. Could be. Yeah. And, cause and like, so that's why cooler temperatures will feel warmer to you. Oh, interesting. Interesting. That's, that's how it is for me. Yeah. Like, and so, I mean, I'm warm all the time. Yeah. I sweat a lot. Yeah, same. And I think it's because I know for sure that my average body temperature is just a little lower yeah, than that the sense. average human body temperature is supposed to be. <laughs> I don't, I'm built different. I don't fit into your societal mold. Of, one, one more question. Do you think this desert is a cold desert or a hot desert? Uh, I was getting warm. You're getting warm? Yeah. Getting a warm desert? Yeah, because there was yeah. no snow. That's true. Or ice or whatever they're supposed to be in a cold that's, desert. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I was getting daytime hot, nighttime cold. How about that? Like Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wherever that is. <laughs> the Southwest. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I, yeah. I, I mean, I guess a, a Western set in a cold desert would be pretty interesting. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, because like it doesn't always have to be snowy for it to be cold. but Right. And I guess, well, the definition of a desert is a lack of precipitation, but there, yeah. like, if there is ever in a cold desert anything mm-hmm. precipitatory, then it would be frozen. That's true. And it would stay there. That's true. It yeah. wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. That makes um, sense. I don't know anything about cold deserts. I don't either. A uh, couple more things here. Um, I'm guessing you're not, you're not looking for plugs, right? Are you looking for plugs? Any plugs? No? I mean, I... It's fine if you don't have anything you don't want I'm to not share. I'm not plugging anything, but if people were to give money to Feed the Streets PDX, which is at Feed the Streets 2 on Twitter, yeah, and then all the links are there, that would be great. That's a plug. It's not something that you yourself, but, you know, yeah. But it's a good just 
something that you're you're passionate about that's good yeah yeah i like to help my neighbors yeah exactly like that's that's really you know like, and that's what feed the streets which i am in no way involved with except for monetary donations yeah that's, but it's it's something that you've you know about that that you've seen people you've heard about and it's yeah on a that, very you know personal yeah level like, yeah with a connection to but it's not a plug for me yeah it's a plug for people. It's a, it's a plug for, for the human human race. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not even... I think I used to, to, to say, like, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stay away from me. Be normal to me. If you ever interact <laughs> with me, can you stop being so fucking weird? Be normal. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. People have been so fucking weird to me lately. Yeah. Yeah, just in general. Just just in general. Not like, is it not just people you know, but just like in general? In general. Yeah. And also huh. people I know. Yeah. Just ch everyone chill out. <laughs> That's my plug. My favorite thing, I'm just going to, I'm just going to share this with the world. Uh, every time I call you now, even if there's, some, even if you expect that I'm probably going to call you, you're still like, what? <laughs> it could have been a text. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes, I don't know. I'm I'm not going to get into why I'm like kind of jaded about text. I, right I now. definitely don't respond to every text. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I read it and I go, I'll respond later, and then I'll forget, well, or was, I don't see it until twelve hours later. This was also like a last minute thing about scheduling, and I wanted to make sure for sure that you saw it. So, oh yeah, yeah. you the thing that you called me about today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a big deal, but sure. We could have started two hours later and we would have been none the worse, better Fair. for it. Fair. Fair. <laughs> no, I, th I think it's actually better, though, because it gives mm -hmm. me more time to enjoy the fact that I'm caffeinated. Yeah. Um, well, I go, I, I'm not saying what I, I, I think I've said what I do, but I'm not saying what I do on this episode. Eh, let's just be ambiguous. And today. I'm just not saying um, what I do. Yeah. Because I have a normal um, job now that but, the world has forced me to. <laughs> yeah do stuff again for money i'm looking for a normal job right now um, well i but can I, get you i can definitely get you in on the blind sex worker oh okay okay cool want. yeah blind <laughs> you can be anyone to them <laughs> also folks use alt text in your images so blind people can read them okay that's interesting yeah i don't know if Forget if Facebook has it or not. I think it does. Okay. Instagram, I remember it's supposed to have it, but I've mm -hmm. never been able to get it to work. But like if you're using Blue Sky or Twitter, mm -hmm. which is now called X or Grimes, please come back, whatever it's called now. Yeah. Um use alt text. Okay. Just describe what you're seeing. Okay. It, it, that's my other plug. Use yeah. alt text so that people who are visually impaired can, can see. still see the images that you're posting. Yeah. Um, because it's basically like People who use, I don't know if you've ever fucked around with the screen reader feature on a phone. Yeah. It's, um, I, yeah. It literally reads stuff mm -hmm. to you. Yes. And when it gets to an image posted on social media, it'll just go image. 
And yeah. that over and over again is just basically like a fuck you. You don't get to enjoy this. So if you're posting images, then yeah. you can describe them with the alt text feature. You can describe it as, as if you're trying, you're talking on the phone yeah. or like you would say, for example, on a podcast. Yeah. Um, we've done some good descriptions of images. Sure. And you don't have to be great at it. You don't no. have to be a fantastic writer. Just you, you, if you're a sighted person and you can use <laughs> words, you can yeah. describe a fucking image. Yeah. There's really no excuse not to. Yeah. Yeah. And that way everyone can be in on whatever it is that you're posting. That makes sense. That's, that's a good accessibility right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one last question, and this is just for the fuck of it and fun. Um, what's the moral of the story? I mean, so far it's don't fuck with Shaolin cowboy. Yeah. That's it. Don't be racist. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you're getting attacked by a crab, the claws are what you got to take. You can't just be punching a crab. Got to crush, got to, got to remove the claws. That's all it's really got. I think a giant babies that say mine, mine over and over again are just fucking weird. That's was it giant. I don't know. I thought it was normal size. Wasn't the jackass size? was holding it by the the, oh. the diaper? It looked oh. normal. It just had it's creepy. insanely abnormal powers and creepy face. Well, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it had its arms were covered in blood. Yeah, implying that it had already ripped someone else's yeah body apart because well, it did it, it ripped it, apart the hip hop yeah. guys. Yeah. I'm realizing that this comic just felt like a fever dream to me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I'm remembering this stuff as you're talking about it. But if I was to, like, describe events that happened... That was another thing I wanted to say about the dialogue. There was yeah. a lot of um, repeating the same, like, word over and over yeah. again. Like I, catchphrases. I, I, with the, in the very beginning, yeah. the I, 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 and then with the, the haunted baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was mine, mine, yeah. mine, mine, mine. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, it was interesting. Yeah. It's uh, creepy. Very creepy. <laughs> but also like sort of let you know, like, yeah, this dialogue's superfluous. Yeah, I uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Uh, babies are creepy. That's the that's the moral of the story. Yeah, in any babies. context other than just being a normal baby that's being taken care of, babies yeah. are creepy. Yeah, there was a there's a meme, I, and so I'm I'm just saying that it's not my original thing, but it's basically like a child's laughter is adorable unless it's in the middle of the night and you don't have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on again, Ben. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for listening. me. Yes. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully you're caffeinated, too. And you don't hear any children laughing. And you don't hear any children laughing unless you actually have kids. Then that should be what you want to hear a good amount of the time. Not all the time, because that would be weird, too. That. that reminds me of a yeah. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm trying to end the episode here. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have one friend that if he hears this, you know what's what I'm talking about. I'm just gonna do that. I'm gonna be very vague with this. Um, but thank you for listening, everybody. I uh, you know, live your life. Hug That's, good. Hug good. Mm-hmm.